Hello, everyone, and thank you very much for tuning in to another beautiful episode of the I Hate the Antichrist podcast. I'm your host, Awe. I'm here with one of my favorites, Control Pew. How are you doing today, man? Oh, not too bad. We're just, uh, like I said, going going a little insane paperwork and website management and trying to, trying to get the print farm back up and running after moving it. There you so, go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You were in Idaho before, weren't you? Uh, no, Iowa. Oh, Iowa, Iowa. Yep. I was known as one of those I states. Where are you at now? Uh, no, still in Iowa. I just moved oh, the I moved the farm from one side of my office to the other, so oh. I could clear up a little bit of space. Okay. I'm just trying to get it all put back together. <laughs> uh, well, you got a, your work ahead of you then. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. uh, it's it's significant. <laughs> well, um, I like to usually have my guests introduce themselves. So why don't you tell everybody uh, who the hell you are and what the hell are you doing here? Yeah, so uh, I'm Control Pew. I am that dude from the internets that does print them guns and such. Um, yeah, I, I 3D print guns. We, uh, we the broader we, the community behind me, um, or I guess along oh, right alongside me would be a better way of putting it. But uh, we design, develop, test, and release to the general public for free in most cases. Um, the... Print, 3D printable files to make your own guns or assemble your own guns in the comfort of your own home um, yes. for for fun and pleasure and leisure and all of that. Uh, and that good quite stuff. Possibly one of my favorite things that's come out of the past, I don't know, 20 years of technology has <laughs> been the the commonality and ease of, uh, of use of 3D printing. Right. Um, even even if you're not making guns, like right now, like I said, I'm, I'm moving a trailer right now. Um, or trying to sell a trailer right now, and it's from the early 90s. So it's got a bunch of plastic pieces that I just don't have the ability to get replacements for. But I have yep. a printer. <laughs> yep. I cannot tell you how many times my kids will lose the battery cover for the remote, yeah. and I will have to like draw one in CAD and print it. Yes, just so you know, like it, it's just little look, stuff like that. You just can't buy that part. Like it's not for sale or it's not for sale anymore. And so you just squirt one out of plastic. You're like, well, okay, I'll just, I'll just do this then. Or if you can find it, it's arbitrarily expensive because right. it's a rare niche part they don't make anymore. Right. It's, it's one guy has one in Idaho somewhere and he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, that'll be $800. Cause it's the one that exists in the universe. Exactly. So. exactly. Well, the main reason I brought you on today, of course, was to talk about our theme for the day, red flag laws. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, one that I think is one of the worst because it is punishing non-wrongdoers quite directly. Yeah. So um, what are your personal experiences with red flag laws? Well, it was, uh, I want to say, my, my personal experience is almost none. I've never been uh, red flagged or have any I, I don't know anyone who's been red flagged before either um my but right <laughs> my feelings on them are well i a friend of mine uh, and i we did a little collaboration a long time ago well it's ongoing it's uh it, it's a patch in my in my store called it's the don't tell on me patch or that series of patches it's all it's 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 the the gadsden flag yep but it's red with the little snack and it says don't tell on me um, you know, red flag laws. Uh, so that's that's about how I feel about them. Um, it, it's, you know, in my usual brand of cheeky and fun. 
Um, but they're, they're, they're arguably the most disgusting piece of legislation that's come out of whatever the modern uh, anti-gun groups. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have both the patch and the shirt for that. Um, oh, gnarly. Yeah, good stuff. Um, uh, very much love your product line. Um, <laughs> everything you guys do just makes me so happy. I mean, I'm sitting here staring at the uh, freeloader. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> right in yeah. Front of me. Yep. Yep. Um, I've got the, uh, I don't know if you've seen this one, Tyrannical's D Dagger Glock 19 uh, frame. I don't know that I have. It's a pretty good one. It comes with this nice stipple pattern. Okay. I'll, I'll send it. I, I know. I know. I know. Chairman's got a lot of those uh, stipple packs out. I know a lot of people have been really getting into that sort of like the surface mod for or the surface texturing for the files. So that, that's it's it's a whole nother segment of the community that we didn't really get into before. Yeah. So I'm glad it's it's emerging, yeah, and it's... and more and more people are getting into it. It's 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 kind of wild. It's you know, it's amazing how quick the community is growing as well. Oh yeah, it's been it's been explosive over the last couple of years. Um, things have tapered off. I think of late. Well, they they've slowed down a little bit, but only because it's more difficult to get in now. Mm -hmm. um, with the keybase uh, kicking us off at the start of the year, things have, uh, have slowed down a little bit because we had to find our own sort of proprietary hosting platform and uh, getting people on board in there is kind of a pain. Um, just yeah. because it's it's not it's it's not clean. It's a little bit clunky. So, yeah. you know, and it's not exactly the easiest to keep up with all the changes that are constantly happening either. Right. Yeah. Definitely. A, definitely a thing that can get in the way sometimes. What do you think has been your favorite model you've printed so far? Oh, God. Do you have kids? I don't. Hey, right. well, it's yeah. like that's like ask which, which gun is your people actually do have favorite <laughs> guns. Yeah, I have a favorite uh, gun. Right. No, it's like, which kid is your favorite? I'm like, you have one, but it's not polite to say. <laughs> so, no, I, I mean, it's it's all about why I printed the gun in the first place. So, like the the, the Mac Daddy is just a really easy and simple print. Um, it's it's a real easy build to finish. It's there's not a lot of troubleshooting that needs to happen uh, afterwards. It generally just works when you slap all the parts together and it's really easy to see where the parts go. Like it's like sex. They only align in like one particular set of ways. <laughs> so you can't screw it up too much. Um, so it's a, it's a good build for people to get started on. And then I like the Glocks because just everyone knows and understands what a Glock is. Yep. And so, you know, there's so much background data around that firearm that is really easy to build. Um, you know, there's a thousand tutorials on YouTube on how to build them, even though that's against YouTube's terms of service now. Um, you know, and the FTC nine for its complete DIY ability, like you yes. can crap it out in your garage in a third world country. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I like them all. They're all my favorite. They're, they're my I, I'm, it's, I'm taking the easy way out, right? They're all my favorites for very different reasons. <laughs> Uh, I think one of my favorites is uh, the 3011, just for its cursedness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It gets the boomers big mad. Oh, well, my best friend, he went to school for gunsmithing. And his teacher was so uptight about <laughs> doing it the old way. Yep. That he was having them hand ream the rifling into the barrel. Oh, God. Yeah. He God, didn't even why? let them use a lathe. 
Jesus. And so when when I sent him the PDF for the FGC nine Mark II with the uh, ECM barrel tutorial, yeah. he was like crying almost when he said, "I spent <laughs> like twenty thousand dollars on on that year's worth of uh, of education." And and uh. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's hilarious because I was talking to a company earlier today who wants us to build an ECM solution for them so they can make their barrels for their gun. And so just being being stuck in the old way, like, yeah, it's cool to know, but technology has been applied and we've moved 30 steps forward. Exactly. It's a whole new world. Even even without 3D printing, it's a whole new world. You don't have to cut rifles, cut cut barrels, or barrel rifling on like a lathe or with a button. There are other ways to do it. And uh, depending on your particular set of applications, like maybe ECM is more efficient yeah. than using a button. You know, you know you I know dexterity. You can just hand water pump with a spritzer bottle if you have to. <laughs> right. But I think there's a revolver company. I can't remember who, but they've been using ECM to do their barrels for years because it's easier to put the blank in the frame and do your QC and then do your rifling than it is to to cut a barrel, rifle it, chamber it, and then install it. And then, you know, then do your, your quality check on whether everything's lined up or not. Yeah. So exactly. it's, it's they, and they've been doing that for like a decade. So, you know, it, it's not, it's not like a new technology, but it's we've made it really cheap in the application for the FTC nine to where you can do it in your garage. But like guns, gun manufacturing companies, people who employ the gunsmiths, you know, have been doing this forever. So, yeah, it's it's amazing technology and the way it's progressed into the future has just been so mind blowing. My first experience with anything 3d printed and a lot of people don't remember this one uh you ever seen the movie small soldiers from the 90s i can't with say the, i have uh it's about this uh company makes these toy figures there's army dudes and there's aliens and they come to life hmm. okay. um, in the intro to that movie it has the toys being made and they're being made using sla resin 3d printing huh i'm gonna right have to go look at that yeah would you say that was uh, small soldiers just the intro for it yeah it has 3d printing sla nice. you can see the scaffolding everything nice it's really cool um and i didn't even realize that was my first uh experience with 3d printing until you know years later right until was... <laughs> you until you realized oh hey that's what they were doing back then exactly and now that back then that was la that would have been like a you know a four hundred thousand dollar machine or something oh yeah nowadays it's what fucking 650 bucks for a half decent desktop sla printer um i mean Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, it depend, depends on where you measure decent. Like the AnyCubic Monos are decent. They're not good. They are small. And they're like 200 bucks. Damn. So you can you can get a Glock 26 off one of those. Um, That's not too small if you can get a Glock 26 out of it. Well, you, you get the if you print it grip to the plate. To, to the to the build platform oh, that's the only cool. way you can yeah that's the only way you can fit it on there and then uh if you want to go bigger like the elegoo saturn is seven or eight hundred and you can put a glock 17 on there 
I don't like so. that that orientation for the print for for Glocks though. That material yeah. science is weird on it. Well, with the resin, it matters. It it, it doesn't matter as much as FDM, but um, we're still yeah, we're still messing with the uh, the resins and trying to figure out the good good formula. But there's a uh, people or companies are are I don't know if they're responding to us as the community or responding to just a general market trend, but there are a lot of companies coming out with strong and tough resins that are better than like the, uh, the Soraya tech, um, blend that we, that, that has been very, very publicly known. I can't remember what the blend is offhand, but, um, yeah, the, the since basically the last standard, um, they're claiming they're better. Um, I'm playing with some, we're doing some testing. So, Expect a, uh, an update to, to my guide that covers resin stuff uh, in, in the near future. That's awesome. Um, my, my first printer I was going to get, never ended up actually getting it, but I put the 100 down on Indiegogo for it, was the Peachy printer. Did you ever hear that one? I didn't. Uh, this dude was awesome. He came up with a way to make a resin that is UV activated, but is lighter than water. So he has the Z-axis controlled by a water dropper. Huh. Yeah, so he had you basically were able to put it on whatever reservoir you want, and you hooked it up to an aux jack so that anything that could you know have an aux jack in it could output the signal and print on the Peachy printer, and you could use basically whatever reservoir you wanted. Nice. Yeah, it's very interesting, and that's, uh, so he made that's kind of like wild. I gotta look at that. Just under half a million dollars in uh, in crowdfunding, and then. His partner took the money and ran. Oh, God. Ouch. Yeah. Including my $100 if I ever find that bitch. Right? <laughs> there are so many stories like that from Kickstarter where, like, the, you know, finances were mismanaged or one of the partners just flaked out or something. It, it's, it's, it's a wild place to see how many of these projects were on Kickstarter and how many of them got torpedoed by like some shady stuff on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was in, uh, I forgot one of the, one of the printers that I had backed was the Tico and it was, I forget what the motion system is called, but it's got three motors on, you know, in a triangle that go up and down and it just moves the, the print head. Basically you get a, a cert, a oh, circular yeah. print, print volume. I think I've seen that one. It's got it's like a tripod kind of build and the, right. the extruders dangling from a bar. Yeah. And it was always really interesting because you could get them going really fast. But uh, that one, like, I think that died in. Or that I, I, I was one of the few because I was I was like the first 10 who backed this project. So I was one of the people, the first few people who got a printer, and then they just like the, the company vanished. Um, wow. So like there, there was a point where the printers were real and we did have them, um, but then the company vanished and the printer that I had just died. It, it just it it was not a great, um, <laughs> a very robust system, but uh, but yeah, I don't know, just. Yeah, there, there are just so many of those though on Kickstarter. It's, it's absurd. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's roll back to uh, red flag laws for yeah. a minute here. So um, you, you made the don't tell on me patch. Uh, what was the process of coming up with the design on that? Just curious. 
Um, well, it was uh, me and a buddy of mine, Christian, and we just sort of like we, we were talking about how uh, how I say how much the Gadsden flag had been adopted for various things um, and like and, and sort of altered. Um, and it I, I don't I can't really say how it occurred. Um, I'm pretty sure he said don't tell on me at one point. And then I said, or someone else in our chat said, Oh my God, let's make that. And then he just went and drew it and came back the next day. I'm like, Oh, this is dumb. Let's make it. <laughs> um, well, it ended up being fucking hilarious. I love yeah. that thing. Um, it's actually on the, the jacket I wear when I go to the range. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to send you a couple more. Uh, so you can, you awesome. can give them out or something. You know what you need? Some don't tell on me slaps. We have them actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I, might, I might have to. I might have to grab me some of those too. Um, so, uh, with the uh, with the red flag laws, what would you say is the thing that it's causing that that does the most damage overall? Um, I mean, aside from it being like the total manifestation of state power, you know, <laughs> their 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 sort of final measure. I guess it's to send someone with a gun to your door to enforce their will. In it, uh, I say they a lot to enforce the will of the state, right? Yes. So that being like the ultimate, hey, this has gone too far. Let's probably not do this. Um, in my personal view, um, you know, coercion bad, kind of a thing. Well, coercion um, certainly bad. Right. Absolutely. So outside of that, it's the whole. It, it, it's that more subtle sort of devious end of you should trust the state more than you trust your neighbor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I that, like that, I think societally that's worse for us in the long run than a couple guys getting shot. Yeah, I agree. Cause you have people who are getting either visited or just denied a basic right for something they don't even know that, that they did. They don't yeah. even know happened. They don't understand what they did. They didn't break any laws. They didn't commit any crimes. They didn't harm anyone. Not right. actually. Um, Somebody thought maybe they're maybe they they're doing something not great, and so they decided to call the cops instead of just saying, "Hey, neighbor, friend, person, stranger down the street, whatever. How you doing? You know, instead instead of talking to your neighbors and." And, and having some kind of a communal relationship. They just said, no, no, the state can't handle it. So. The, the delegation to state power yeah. is such a, such a harmful, a harmful thing. I mean, personally, I, I don't know, I don't know exactly what your position is, but I'm consider myself an anarchist. Um, I know a lot of people in our groups are either libertarian mm -hmm. or anarchist. Um, Very much so. I trend minarchist. I think okay. there is a legitimate role for state and police. I think the current execution of those roles is far beyond what it should be. Mm -hmm. So I, I think personally, I think the line stops at like enforcing property rights and um, mitigating disputes between parties. Um, I think we've gone too far when the state is a party. Yes, definitely agree there. 
um, for for me, I, I consider myself a Christian anarchist, mm -hmm. uh, specifically Christian mystic anarchist. Um, basically, that means that my my general motivations behind things have biblical basis to them. And to me, what I've noticed, and by the way, that's where the root of the name of the podcast comes from. I do right the Antichrist. <laughs> um, that Fair. that comes from more of a direction that the the only within the Bible, the only truly laid out purposes of the state that aren't seen as a rejection of God are to use it in the case of the punishment of evildoers and to collect tax only for public works. If it's not a public work, it doesn't count then. Um, so personally, when I see the government acting in a specific way and they are being less the servant of God than they could be, I get mad. And if an authority comes that is more the servant of God, I think it is my uh, my job, as it were, to support that authority instead. All right. So to me, what happens in this case is we're punishing people who haven't done anything. Yep. They we're punishing them ahead of time for something they might do in the future, yep. which is just not. You can't just preclude people from basic things. And, and studies have shown that officers of the law are no more statistically less, you know, uh, or no more statistically uh, better mm -hmm. when, when it comes to making judgment calls for when to fire a shot, what position to take when firing a shot, what well, angle to fire at. I think those same studies show that they're, they're statistically worse um, in most cases because it's you know, it's the, the, the mentality of that they get drilled into when they, whenever they go to training is as long as you come home safe, it's okay, which isn't the case. It's not the case. There are, there are a lot of situations where if you don't put yourself at risk, you're being a bigger asshole mm -hmm. to, to put it, to put it quite blatantly. And if you're going to protect people, you need to be the person putting yourself in that situation. But it is written in our law that officers do not have an obligation to stop a crime in progress. Yep. A violent crime in progress does not have to be stopped by an officer. They can just let it finish on its own and then come in later and be like, mm, you okay? Yeah. It's, uh... I lost my train of thought, but yeah, it's, it's, it is bullshit and it really annoys me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, I can see the argument where, well, you should get training because everyone should get training. And the, the reason that people trust cops is because they have training. But the thing is, there's just, there's just no amount of, of, of training you can get to make yourself better in a unique situation because if you right. come into real violence right real true violence it's going to be a unique situation well i think i think the best training that most people can have right now is to be punched in the face in an actual fight yeah get in an actual fight right just just that's it like you can do all the pistol courses that you want all the you know oh, i can i can run my gun good i can clear a building i can whatever snipe somebody or I can run a bayonet course really well. But until you get punched in the face and you forget all of your training in that adrenaline <laughs> dump, it doesn't matter. Yep. It doesn't matter how much you know when you get punched in the face. You know? <laughs> so, um, you know, that, that that would be probably the best piece of training I could offer. Now, 
I, I'm not going to say you're getting a fight because that's like inciting violence and that's <laughs> apparently illegal or something. But yeah, so <laughs> anyway. Well, we wouldn't want to encourage any violence right. in any particular parties at all here. Right, um, no. We're, we're not about that. Right. <laughs> um, well, the uh, I, I agree. I'm definitely on the side of getting decked in the face is probably about the best lesson you're going to learn about the type of human being you are. And if that type of person upsets you who you are when you get decked in the face, you should probably do something about being more (laughs) well-trained, being better able to handle an emergency. Um, uh, And... I almost did, made a great shit post earlier. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, Warpath made a post uh, uh, after you get into your first fight. Uh, have you been in a fight? If so, t- tell us something you learned about yourself from it. Uh, I almost said uh, I became a better fighter after playing and beating Dark Souls. <laughs> Man, Dark Souls will leave you an emotional wreck. That, that'll that's leave not... you. That's not a fun game. <laughs> That'll leave you expecting every devious trick a human being could possibly pull. Is oh, Miyazaki and his fucking evil monkeys in his fucking evil game design lab? Yeah, that's that. That's oh my god! I played like five minutes of that game and I was like, "Nah, this this isn't fun. I can't. All of them. I can't do this." I've played and beaten all of them like an obsessed retard. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, they're fun games though i'd say that uh they did help me kind of understand what angle to clear a room from right because he really does put thing to do like every dirty trick in the book Hmm. guy hanging from the ceiling guy hanging from a balcony guy hanging over the balcony when you come into the room and then he climbs up over and whacks you in the ass when you weren't expecting it Nice. Uh, all sorts of evil stuff that he does in that game. And you, I gotta say, I saw how creative people could be. Uh, so the more you can learn how to fucking observe and pull yourself out of that uh, adrenaline rush it, for just a second, the more experience you can get in it, the more opportunity you have to use your intelligence in a fight. Yep. You got to learn how to fight. You got to learn how to block blows because blocking blows is how you get the amount of time necessary to like think for even a second. (laughs) You got to come up with a solution to get into that flow state. Even if you, you are a fighter, like there's, there's a process of, of entering into a, 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 um, I mean, I mean, they train katas in martial arts. I don't know what what Mm -hmm. your martial arts experience is. Not a lot. Okay. But well, well then, a lot of martial arts train katas. It's just like natural, a, a series of uh, strikes that naturally proceed from one another. Right. Strikes and blocks. So like, yep. uh, you know, an over an overhand block followed by a left straight or something. Right. Um, stuff like that. It, it's it's you know just trying to get people into muscle memory, and then they'll get into into memorizing that, and you train that. And you eventually get the ability to respond to pain like that, but you got to experience the pain. Otherwise, the first time you get decked in the face for real, <laughs> you don't want that to be the, fir- the, the time where it matters. Right. It's the first time you get decked in the face for real. So get trained, get, uh, <laughs> get into a situation where you can safely get punched in the face. Yep. <laughs> um, 
And what one of the things I think I think is crazy is uh, there are so many things that go into these red flag laws. So many different things that can get pulled on you. It doesn't just have to be someone calling the cops. I mean, with this most recent stuff that came out about Google being urged by uh, by the federal government to provide information for people who have searched certain keywords. Right. Um, that to think. getting tied into red flag laws would be horrifying. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think, uh, there was some, there was a slide from a, a presentation from some sheriff's department. I can't remember. I wish I'd have saved it when I saw it, but I didn't. Um, it was something like 94% of the red flag law, the red flag requests, that were issued or no, that were requested in this County were from police departments. So it was from the department itself requesting that you be the subject of a warrant for a red flag law. That's ridiculous. Right. So like you piss off a cop and that cop just says, eh, screw this guy. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what the circumstance around it was, but the notion that the government can do this and then violate your due process with it. Just outright. The, right. The, the, the notion that that's like legal and accepted just boggles the mind. It's so controlling. And these people claim to be in any sort of pro liberty, pro freedom idea mm-hmm. while they're doing it. And that, right. that angers me. And, or they well, claim they, to be that they're Christian while they do it because right. oh they're being nonviolent. Stop well, are you though? No, you're, you're not. You're coming to my house with a gun, yeah. so if you're exactly. not violent, then <laughs> you know. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's just it just it's just absurd because. I don't know. When I think back to the origin of all the red flag law discussions, it was always, well, your family, a family member can report you to like the suicide hotline and then they can send help. And the reality of the execution is the sheriff's department didn't like this thing that you said or did or something or just wants to screw with you for one reason or another, you know, whether whether they think they're acting in your best interest or just maliciously, it doesn't matter. Like the government can use is like in ninety eight percent of cases in this one county because you know, uh, you know the government is initiating this, not some friend or family member. It's the government. <laughs> yes, exactly. You just don't. If if a family member sees somebody who's suicidal. They're just going to take their guns or just talk to that person. They're not going to vast sweeping majority of the time. If somebody thinks that they're going to, someone's going to kill themselves. They're not worried about that person then hurting them unless it's some extremely specific situation, which case they usually know about it ahead of time. And they call the cops anyway. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Wasn't the Maryland guy who got shot by the the cops on the red red flag warrant. Wasn't he reported by like his sister because they had a fight the other night, the night before? I'm not familiar. Okay, not familiar enough. I think that was the case um, where he and his sister had a fight the night before, and it wasn't anything bad. She just wanted to like fuck with him a little bit. 
Jesus and then Christ. and then so she did the red flag thing and the cop showed up and he decided that he wasn't going to comply with that. And so he got a gun and they shot him. Yeah, that's this could have been avoided. Right. This sort could, of evil it, could have been avoided. Right. One, let's not defer to state authority. Two, let's talk to our friends, families and neighbors. Let's form. Let's rebuild the actual community. Uh, you know. Three. And, don't use the government to prank people. Right. Yeah. Don't. Nine one one is not a prank. Never you know? a prank with nine one one. God, it it always like you would see the videos where there would be some domestic and the cops would get called or maybe it maybe doesn't matter how serious the domestic is, uh, but the cops will get called and they'll show up and then somebody gets shot. Yeah. And then everyone there is surprised. Like, I, I don't Why did you shoot him? I'm like, well, because he was getting violent, and that's what cops do. Sorry. <laughs> I, exactly. What did you expect? <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's like, like when my very first episode was about what my first guest, one of my best friends on the internet, Tet, said. Um, he, we call them thin blue snakes. These people who have uh, both the uh, Gadsden and a blue oh, line God. sticker. Like, who do you think is going to take your guns, jackass? Right. Or or the cannon. Like, oh who, my God. If you had a cannon and somebody wanted to take it from you, and that that person was from the government, what agency do you think they'd be from? Right. They'd be a cop, one hundred percent, hands down. Maybe the yeah ATF. no Maybe. no well the ATF is gonna work with your local police department the local yeah. police department is who's gonna show up yeah and the ATF will burn down your house and all your children. right yeah it would be a rare thing when the when the ATF agent is the one who catches the bullet in that situation you know <laughs> yeah they're not gonna put themselves first right it's gonna be your local cop who's making thirty thousand dollars a year as opposed to your federal agent who's making like eighty or ninety you know. Pay them entirely too goddamn much. Yeah, we do. For the work that they do. Right? I mean, okay, we we don't pay them too much. We allow them to steal too much. There you go. Yeah, that's that's more like it. <laughs> Hashtag like taxation it. is theft. Absolutely. <laughs> Hashtag audit the Fed. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just waiting for like the CIA agent to come in and, and, and whack me, so Oh yeah, I'm I'm waiting on it too. Right. Um, I, I don't know if they figured out who I am yet. I'm using, <laughs> I'm behind at least seven proxies. Nice. If, if you want me to use the really old memes. Nice. Like the fucking 2004 memes, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So. You, you just gave me another an idea for a don't tell or a a, a Gazden flag patch. Oh, what is it? What is it's it? It's the thin blue thin blue snake where it's you know a black flag, with a blue snake. And then it says, don't take my guns or something. <laughs> Please take my guns. Right. Tread harder, Actually, Daddy. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it'd be funnier if it says, don't take my guns or please take my guns. <laughs> I'm not sure which way it would be funny. <laughs> one has a strike through through it and the other one's like crayoned over it. Right. Yeah. When, when this, uh, yeah, when this goes live, I'll put out a poll on Twitter and people can tell me. Okay. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> And then I'll uh, make them because why not? There you go. Um, so let's see here. One moment. So um, let's talk about one of my favorite people to hate on. And this is one of the only people I'll really ever call out directly. Shannon Watts. Oh, God. 
<laughs> she blocked me on Twitter um, because I advocated for firearms training for children. Nice. And that I personally think that this world would be safer if children were eligible for concealed carry. Um, that's just me, though. <laughs> um, what, what, have you had any experiences with her or mom's demand so far other than that earlier? Um, oh, you mean with the, uh, with them issuing the DMCA? Yeah. For. Mom's demand I mean, full auto. Well, first it was, it was an improper use of DMCA, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. because it's not a copyright thing. It was a trademark thing and we're protected under satire. Yeah. You were properly transformative, right? We, we were properly and effectively transformative. And so they filed a copyright claim to, uh, to, to fight us on our, um, on, on a trademark thing. But that's uh, <laughs> beside the point. Um, not really. I mean, I, I don't tend to get hassled by them too much or really engage with them at all. Um, primarily because I just don't seek them out. Uh for, for any, like, well, I, I just, I don't have any, like, Ivan is so good at shitting on the every towns oh, yeah. that and I just, I can't hold a candle to that level of like internet fuckery. So I just don't. And I just do my thing like over here with like the releases and Hey, look at this cool shit, you know? Um, so I don't tend to like get, uh, get, get hassled by them at all. I think. I'm tr- the only person that I've ever that I that I ever got into it with on Twitter of any note was like Josh Shapiro mm-hmm. because we did a whole whole lower about uh, well we uh, we we decked out one of the Tech Nine lowers with just we heart Josh Shapiro art bullshit <laughs> yeah it, it was it was a whole art piece we called it the Joshi Washi we got a song written for him we shot a video about it you know. Just just because this guy had the audacity to decide that uh, that that blocks of metals were now firearms in the state of Pennsylvania. And he directed his the the state police to, you know, to 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 treat them as such. Mm -hmm. Right. So literally anything became a firearm at that point. And he thought he had the power to do that. And so we decided to go and shit on him a little bit. Plus he's a politician in a position of power where he could actually get someone killed for that level of stupidity. Oh, absolutely. So we decided to like give him the red carpet treatment a little bit. (laughs) Whereas Shannon Watts is just some lady that's kind of relevant. There you go. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, yeah, I I got, uh, I got blocked for advocating for, children having guns and then i got a big massive swarm of people who got real (laughs) mad at me and a big old flush being like you're advocating that children murder each other no i'm advocating rapists get shot in the face (laughs) see see now i i do kind of agree with them on the whole gun thing i don't think they should have guns i think we should give them crew serve weapons (laughs) and i i assume you've seen that meme right i've seen that meme yeah I'll, I'll, I'll explain it in case anybody has it. It's an old meme where there's like two kids, right? And they're like, don't give your kids rifles and rifles and handguns. Rifles and handguns are small and the recoil is hard to manage for, for small small people who are also kind of weak 
uh, physically, f- physically not as strong and, uh, you know, give children. them instead, right. Children instead should be, should be trained on like mounted machine guns and cruiser weapons because they're all fixed position tripods. So they'd really just have to push a button. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having a bunch of six year olds running a fucking mortar. Dude, that would be amazing. I would love that. Have you ever checked out that YouTube channel, Autumn's Armory? Yeah. That is so adorable. Oh, Especially yeah. when she does her evil smile. Right? <laughs> it's so fucking funny when she does the evil <laughs> smile. The one where she has... I think what's so adorable is she's absolutely tiny and has no recoil control when she actually tries to. So when she does two pistols, one in each hand, she has better recoil control over them just kind of loosely being in her tiny hands than she does (laughs) with two hands on a gun. It's so adorable. (laughs) No, it's uh, I'm I am glad that she is a. she has gotten as popular as she has because uh, just the number of people are like, oh my god, the AR-15, like there is that reporter guy who's like, I couldn't bear the recoil and the sound was was, yeah. was too much and the bullet flashing past, or the, the brass flashing past my face gave me PTSD. He like fired and like, one bullet and screamed. Right, right. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, here's a six-year-old. Shut Tem- up. Or, or what about that lady who said she went to a range and fired a bullet and said she temporarily traumatized herself? Right. I'm like, you haven't been traumatized <laughs> enough, man. If that if that was enough to mess you up, like you're you've had a cushy life. When when I had Greg from Neophyte Gear on here, one of the things we talked about is how important and how honestly good of a thing being uncomfortable is. Yeah. Being uncomfortable is so useful, and it arms you so heavily against so oh, much abundantly. bullshit in the world. If if your whole life is comfortable, you have zero ability to adapt to the world as it changes, and the world is in constant change, right? So if you if you spent your whole life comfortable, you're just going to like expire, right? You're gonna hit eighteen. You're gonna venture out into your first like adult life moment, and just shit the bed mm-hmm. and then you're gonna move back in with your parents yeah. and live in their basement until they're 30 <laughs> or something you know yeah, exactly and it's just what i think would would be very helpful for the new generation is if there was if there could be a something to explain that the, the way to deal with your your what, what's the word the, deal, the, the way to deal with that sort of emotional state, with that sort of situation, with, with you know the inability to cope with, with adulthood, it isn't to just go and consume, it's to do your best. Yeah. And people who have never been in discomfort, they just think, oh, I'm uncomfortable, I have to just let the discomfort happen and then just try to feel as good as possible when I'm not discom- being discomforted. And that's not going to help you, that's not going to help anybody. It's, it's all over the place right now. I feel like that's, and, and I might catch some shit for this one, but I feel like uh, too much comfort might be one of the causes of autism. Mm-hmm. Having too much, having too little discomfort that to deal with before a certain early age, not just social but physical too. Um, I, I feel like that may be part of it because so many of them have right. such a serious hypersensitivity issue. I think so there there is 
I think one, I think autism is overdiagnosed. Definitely. Uh, just like ADHD and ADD. Mm-hmm. I think, I think a lot of it is unnecessary. It's, it's like people wanting attention. I do know that there is a thing with autism where it's, where it, there is a brain chemistry thing that's different. Yeah. There are a few things that are different. Their brain chemistry, they usually have eidetic memory. Yep. Um, there are people who say that they tend to have more like physically accurate descriptions of stuff, which means they may have like a literal better view of reality as far as like getting the actual, tr- you know, closer to the true uh, version of reality. If, if you want to get into the real woo woo shit here. Right. Get into that Roger Penrose shit here. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't perceive reality as reality. We perceive right. reality as our perceptions, our sight. Right. When in reality, we're just experiencing a bunch of fields interacting with each other. <laughs> and <laughs> there are some people who think that autistic people are seeing the world in more of that sort of fields mindset, or some more more of a fields kind of reality, more of direct observation. Right. As opposed to uh, perception based. Could be. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, this was one of those things where I wish I'd, I, I had read more on it. Um, I am like, I, I have been described as the least well-read libertarian. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't read anyone's philosophy book. <laughs> I just sit in my corner of the internet and do my thing. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, that means you're the writer what that means i mean i and, suppose uh we all know your book uh guide.controlpew.com uh, <laughs> yeah yeah go to the guide.controlpew.com um it's got all the answers to everything in life everything <laughs> you'll ever need to know is there how to get women how to how to become a millionaire <laughs> um how to write a book how to start 3d printing all of that's covered and more guide.controlpew.com <laughs> Now you're gonna have to add the sections containing that shit. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I personally very much enjoy the guide. I enjoy all the products from all the guys from Freeman to fucking Chairman One, you, PSR, Ivan, Yeezy, Yeezy yep. season. Um, <laughs> Greg is awesome. Greg, uh, like I said, he was on a he was a guest a few days ago. Um, Greg from Neophyte Gear. Yep. He's he's been awesome. I, I need to get him. his sauces, man. I, oh I hear yeah, they're good, but I need to order I'm, some. I'm going for one of the habanero sauces soon. Nice. After I move. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, moving the podcast to Montana. We're in Washington now. Like um, DC or state? State. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, all pictures of 3D printed firearm looking items I've had have had orange thread protectors because they're totally airsoft guns. Yeah, totally airsoft guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but when I and moved the, to Montana. All the, all the blue ones are really training aids. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly right. Yep. <laughs> and all the purple ones, well. Yeah, they well, they. Nice. Right. <laughs> um. Dude, yeah, I, 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 I really don't like purple as a color, but on a printed gun, there is nothing better. It looks I don't, so I don't good. know why. It looks so good. It was already my favorite color before I got into it, into this, but right? I love mixing purple and gray together, like a mm-hmm. light gray. It looks yep. like some Halo bullshit. Did you right. see the FGC 9 Mark II I posted not too long ago? I don't know that I did. Uh, it's. I'll post it at some point. I put the Aki uh, Amfex grip on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, 
Uh, I'm uh, I hate logos, so I went in through uh, through Fusion 360 and marked over everyone's logos. <laughs> nice. Um, also, I have two charging handles. Oh, both the reciprocating oh, and non-reciprocating. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, which, by the way, send, send that actually, to me because I need to post it. Yeah, sure. I'll post. I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, it helps a lot when the bolt gets stuck back, as you, I'm sure you know mm-hmm. happens way too often in Mark twos. Yep. Well, and Mark ones. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, look, having look. the non-reciprocating means I can just use my thumb and send it home. Nice. Yeah, not bad. So uh, I was pretty proud of that. Um, that no, that, we that we need bad. to. Like in the grand scheme of things, and I'm I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna catch hell for saying this. The FGC nine is not a great gun. Like in in comparison to other guns, it's not a great gun. In comparisons to guns you can make it at home for less than five hundred bucks in your garage without having to like buy a gun part, mm-hmm. it's really good. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's also probably the simplest firearm design I've ever seen. Yeah. You just take an AR FGC and you slap it onto a bolt that has a knock on the bottom. That's yep. about it. I mean, there are a lot of guns, like actual production guns, that are about that simple. Yeah. There there are simpler ones too. Like when you look at any any of the open Land bolt full, full no open bolt uh full auto sub guns from like World War One through the eighties, yeah. anything that was open bolt full auto had a fixed firing pin. So it would just it would it would just snatch a, a bullet from the top of your magazine, slam it into the chamber, the the bolt comes ramming in behind that and it goes off, and then the, the bolt goes back. <laughs> and then it catches like there's no sear or anything anymore. It just catches on a ledge on the trigger, right? That's, <laughs> and I mean, that's it. Like it just, it hooks in the, the triggers on this little spring. So it, it, it's applying force. So if you let go of the trigger, the bolt will just catch on that. So it, it's, it's a trigger, a yeah. bolt and a barrel. And that's, that's and some, some tube that they all go in. So <laughs> I mean, it's really simple. They're really simple guns, but, you know they're they're too simple and too fun, and the ATF won't let you have them. Exactly, and you know what I think the the most my favorite one to make is <laughs> probably the absolute easiest slam fire. Mm-hmm. Have you made oh, any slam uh, fires yet? Well, the 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 pipe shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Two pipes. Weld a nail into the back of one end. Pop a yep. shotgun shell on the other, and just slap it in there. Yep. Oh my god! I, many, I made many one. of those. I made one not too long ago, <laughs> and uh, I printed out a, a super shitty stock for it. <laughs> um, I literally just found like a, a stock shape online, right. made a vector out of it, put it in Fusion 360, and extruded it out and rounded the edges, and that's it. <laughs> that's all you need, man. That's honestly all you need is the SVG some shit, get Inkscape, get Fusion 360. Right. I put the Tetragrammaton on my uh, FGC 9 Mark II, actually. That's one of the things I added, some text in there. Nice. You know, I mean, bring people straight to God, man. Right. <laughs> right, with a, right with a weapon. Um, oh, God, what's that church where they do the AR-15, like, worship thing? 
What the fuck? I've have you not, not seen this? Okay. No, oh, I have not. It, it was all around the internet for a while. It was this like church in Rhode Island or something. And they're all like, they're all, it's, it's like, they're all, you're the kings and queens of the world kind of thing. Um, so they've all got crowns made of bullets and they're all walking in with like their AR-15 or whatever. Gramps has got his 3030. Some old boomer has got his 1911. Little Zoomer has got his Glock. And they're like, yeah, heads. yay, gun church. Wow. You know? And I was like, all right. I I, I mean, cool. Guns equal parts based and cringe at the same right. time. Yeah, right. no, that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I want to know more, but I almost don't want to know more. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I might have to look into that one. That's yeah. that's pretty. It's a trip. Wow, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. So we're we're at our last ten minutes here, eight minutes. Uh, what are your current projects you've been working on? Oh, holy shit! Uh, uh, we've got the bullpup Glock. That's going to be a while in development. Is that, that the one. one that I've seen screen sh- or just pictures of online with the with the thing that goes back behind the, the like a thumb hole? Is that um, is that the one I've seen? I don't. It's like an angled so. mag. Well, I mean, it's it's they've all got their Glock angle mags. Or I mean, I mean, uh, not angled, a uh, curved mag, like curved. Oh, I, might, I don't I might think so. A picture of that one. Oh no no I know what, that's not the, no this is uh this is much more janky. Oh great. <laughs> um, but no it's it's <laughs> like somebody made an airsoft like bolt on you can bolt it on a Glock or something oh, one of the airsoft Glocks. Uh-huh. But the dudes never release files and it doesn't work for the actual Glocks. Uh-huh. So I'm taking our printable Glock and I'm doing some weird, weird and slightly sexual things to it and it's going to be a bullpup um, when I'm done. Um. But we, we've gotten to, like, the first couple test fires, and it's kind of working and kind of not. Um, so, I don't know. It'll, it'll come out soonish, um, probably March next year. Huh. Um, is it, is it going to be, like, like the Bond Arms bullpup pistol? or No, it, it's, it's like a Glock 17, right? Mm-hmm. But you chop half the grip off so it, in the back, so it's okay. shorter. Right, your your magwell is shorter, and then you build a whole new grip on the front of it, and give it like a nineteen eleven trigger. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you put you put a spare uh, spare mag in the grip, in the 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 forward grip that doesn't actually like it just holds the mag. Oh sweet baby Jesus, this is so cursed. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the things I've been wanting to, to look into, and, uh, I've seen a little bit on this, not much though. I want to get a, th- a 3d printed gun that fires five, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I want to do is I want to, I'm trying to get my hands on a P90 mm-hmm. because I want to 3d print a P90 or PS90 because mm-hmm. it's mostly a polymer design anyway. Yep. So I could easily be done. And then another one that I'm honestly extremely surprised I haven't seen anything is that I haven't seen anybody 3D print the Zip 22 yet. Well, that was actually a bad gun. Yeah, I know. That's what would make it funny. <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> and you just can't get parts for it. Mm. So like you just have to remake all of the parts and then it's like, oh, God, why did I spend 30 hours making this thing? <laughs> I could have literally built five FGC nines right now, <laughs> you know. Fair, fair. But like enough. we we looked at it and oh my god, it's not 
you know, and then you got to get all the springs and yeah, it's, it's, it's hyper bullshit. 1022 mags. I know. <laughs> I know. And like, so I, perfect in so many ways and so awful in so many others. Just pain. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all that I have for that gun. It's pain. It actually killed a company. All right. Yeah. That gun killed a whole company, a whole ass company. USFA, rip in pieces. Yep. <laughs> yep. F, your whole legacy, man. Uh, Sorry. What was that one gun they made? Um... Does it even matter compared to the Zip 22? <laughs> oh like, doesn't matter how good or bad anything else they ever made, it, 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 it pales in comparison to the Zip 22. <laughs> I just love looking at pictures of the Zip 22 with the BX30 mag in. Right. Big old and, banana sticking out of the bottom of it. No, yeah, stick your hand in front of the barrel to to, to cock yeah. it. Please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, I'm I actually uh, I I might reprint the uh, the barrel retainer for my FGC nine with a with a hand stop just because <laughs> I feel like I keep I keep I don't know if I am, but I, if you don't know if you are, you probably are muzzling your own hand when doing like transitions from the reciprocating uh, handle back to the, the grip. Probably. Yeah. Um, so I might add a hand stop or something there, but uh, good design. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else I have floating around in the background. There are so many projects right now that are in flight. Any um, new bounties coming up? I heard one got claimed recently. Yeah, so Chairman One took the 19x bounty. Um, there are, I think, there are like a dozen people talking about the bounties and working on them a little bit here and there, but it's one of those, when it gets claimed, it happens really fast. Mm. So, like, I'll get the, the, the they'll, they'll finish their work and send in their package, and I'll, like, I'll have never had a conversation with this guy previously. Oh, like, wow. like, like, Chairman Juan, when he, uh, he didn't even know the 19X bounty was a thing, um, until <laughs> after he had dropped the, the mega pack, and we were talking about different stuff in the community, and, uh, you know, somebody brought up the bounty program, and he heard, and he was like, oh, that's cool, let me look, and then he goes and looks, and he's like, oh, there's a 19X bounty. Hey, I did that one. Um, <laughs> like, oh, you did? Yeah, it's in the mega pack. I'm like, oh, all right, <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, like he he didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't realize that he dropped it. Um, but like a, a couple of the other ones that were claimed uh, before now were like, I hadn't spoken to these people, and suddenly they appear with this completed like bounty package. And I look at the files, and we do a quick test, and we're like, okay, yeah, this is this is good. And then they, you know, here's your Bitcoin. Um, so, Powerful. you know, it's it's one of those things. And I wish uh, I wish people would look at it more and uh, and go and sort of set up more and tell me what they want. Yeah, you know what I mean. I wish there were more bounties out there. Yeah, uh, I, I might. Uh... I mean, I, I might shill. I've been shilling for myself recently, but I might shill people to ask them to make a P90 bounty. Give me a, <laughs> give right. me a motivation. <laughs> right. Oh, and man. I tell you, come up with, uh, with the parts and, uh, the rest will be easy, but yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the upper could totally be made out of plastic for the P90. Probably. It's, it's supported from basically every side. Yeah. I mean, you need, uh, I don't even know if you need a barrel retainer, like a, a trunnion for, for that. 
Probably not. I mean, it might get a little warm. You might have to use ABS. Right. But, uh, I mean, fuck it. (laughs) Right. Fuck it. Kill Goulds with a 3D printed gun. Right. I mean, just, (laughs) you know, the the worst you can say is, hey, I tried and it didn't work. So, fuck it. Exactly. Go nuts. Well, I'm going to try to get my hands on one, a a P90 or PS90, and then I'm going to at least make the chassis an upper. Um, cause man, that really needs to be a thing out there. And if I get the bounty, I get to be the one to name the first package that comes out, mm-hmm. which means it's going to be called the Gould Slayer. Yeah. I love Stargate. Nice. Uh, that's when the I'm... way to do it. Oh, here's a question. Uh-huh. Do you take your 3d printed guns to the range? Yeah. Uh, what sort of questions do you get from people about the 3d printed guns or how often? Well, I should I should probably clarify. So I live in the the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I have a boomer range that I used to go to, mm-hmm. until too many people asked me questions, and then they decided, oh, you can't film here anymore. They wrote a new rule just for me, and so I canceled my membership. Damn. Um, yeah, it was total bullshit. I was really angry. They had a they called me into the board meeting for the range, and they're like, yeah, so you can't film. Uh, we're we're terrified of the liberals who own the golf course next door. Oh they already God. don't like us, and I'm like, okay, one go to hell. Such Boomer. fucking pussies. Right. I'm pro two A, but why don't uh, you go invite them to come over and shoot? Right. They'll probably get all that? like wild about this pink this pink ass gun that I have. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. When when I did go there, it was uh, a lot of what the fuck is that. <laughs> I don't I don't understand what I'm like I see it or man that's a wild Cerakote job <laughs> you know Cer- who painted your gun I'm like Cer- um some Chinese guy I don't I don't know <laughs> he dyed the plastic no paint. <laughs> what are you what are no you talking paint about on this. <laughs> right there's just dye in here right it's just dyed plastic people <laughs> um so I you know it, it was a lot of that or a lot of like um what kind of gun is that or mm-hmm. you know and then they'd be we'd have a 10 minute conversation about 3d printing and you know oh that's so cool man man i could never get aren't those like thirty thousand? and then we'd go into the guide oh, yeah. you know <laughs> so it was uh it was a thing for well, a minute I've multiple people at my work about the guide before right I'm leaving. like I'm, thank, I'm getting thank a you promotion. for your service yeah you're welcome <laughs> uh well it's a service to everyone in my opinion Right. Um, especially what you do is a service to everyone. Um, yeah. I really it's think fun. it is. It's it's that is why you're you're such a success at it. It's because it's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun to you. It is something you enjoy. It gets you to interact with people you like. It gets you to to have cool shit happen on the internet. You get to make a ruckus. You get to make an impact in the world. Like this right. is win win. And all the while, I get to add people to the watch list. So. Exactly. Exactly. You get to get your extra fed points. Yep. <laughs> I'm getting a promotion. <laughs> yeah, I'm also getting a promotion. I'm that's why I'm going to Montana, which is the one of the last things I'll bring up here. I'm, yeah, I'm moving nice. to Montana. Um uh been trying to move for about a, a month or two now. Um just it's things are getting really bad in Washington. Yeah. It's just getting scary here. So oh, yeah. there's there's good reason to leave. So I started looking for a promotion outside of Washington and I got it. And we now have a place ready to go. 
Um, but we are, if anybody wants to, we are accepting donations. There will be a GoFundMe link. There's also a Cash App link that we'll be posting. Um, so if anybody does want to help with the with the move, feel free to donate. Don't donate if you're in, if you are already you know don't have fucking money. I don't need your money that badly. Um, but yeah, anybody who wants to help, you can. When when is your move? Uh, fourteen days. Oh wow, yeah, that's two quick. Weeks from today, yeah. Okay, my last day here working here in, at my job in Washington is the eleventh, and uh, first day at the new job is the twenty fourth. So nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. Get a nice little vacation. <laughs> Congrats on making it out of the wasteland alive. Yeah, seriously. And I made it to Montana, the only state that has uh, both recreate well, not complete recreational marijuana is becoming legal on the first, and then th- uh, 3D printed guns and constitutional carry is all completely legal in Montana. Nice. So I am super happy slash jazzed slash excited about that. Right on. I tell you, my future lies in Florida sometime early next year. I've tried Florida. It's nice there. It's just too spicy for me. Too spicy? It's too hot. Eh. Too too humid. That's why we have air conditioning. If only we could air condition the whole planet. Right? (laughs) But then what would would the global warming people say? (laughs) They'd start pearl clutching about global cooling like they right. did in the 60s oh my god universal cooling stop yeah, it yeah you're gonna cool down the whole universe uh, Damn it. kids these days <laughs> all right well pew thank you very much for coming on um, my you pleasure have anything man. else you want to say to the kids before you leave oh god um i guess for starters um hit me up on the socials control pew uh on facebook and twitter uh, and most other places, common sense control P on Instagram because I got the Zuck not too long ago. Yes. Uh, go to control where you can t- keep in touch Zuck free. Um, and then the guide.controlp.com if you want to get started with 3D printing. Um, shop.controlp.com if, uh, if you're interested in supporting our activities and extracurriculars. And. Uh, I think we'll probably if I can get the uh, the thin blue snake uh, patches done, um, we'll we'll work something out there for giving me that idea. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you, appreciate that. Um, um, yeah, hope, hopefully I can get those done before you move. I don't know, fourteen yeah. days is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty quick. But uh, thank you very much, Pew. Um, thank you for coming on. For everyone else, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at o e u i underscore live. If you want to follow just the podcast, that's at IHTACast. Um, you can also visit my website, oeui.live, where you can uh, order 3D prints. You can uh, have singing requests. I do music. Um, also, when I come back from my new move, everyone, I'm planning on adding video to the podcast, and I'm planning on beginning my final recording of a few uh, campfire songs and boogaloo covers I've been wanting to do. <laughs> so look forward to that everyone thank you all for listening in and as our last bit here for the crimes of punishing people before they've even done anything that they might have not even been able to or been going to do anyway for taking firearms which are a human right of self-defense away from them i declare that red flag laws 
bleh, red flag laws are part of the body of the Antichrist. Thank you all very much for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Have a great day.